Yo! Yo! Hey! Oh, bro, hey. Let's What's go. up? <laughs> What's we up, bro? We are live. Yeah, we're we're done with the little uh the little countdown thing. I think a lot of people are like, nah, no good. So we're just gonna go live. Guys, we're gonna talk today quite a bit about defense. Uh OTAs are wrapping up, so we want to give you some of our thoughts on uh what we've learned from OTAs, what we're excited to see. And uh, you know, our team is uh you know coming together, so I'm kind of excited. So let's get into it. Oh my goodness. All right. We are back. Okay, guys. So right. throw your questions out. We are going to talk uh, quite a bit and we really want to kind of really hear your thoughts on OTAs, what was going on. But I know we, we had some general discussions internally. Oh, and I need to change my name. I'm not Kyle. So I'm going to change my name here. That's right. <laughs> Kyle's all of a sudden here. I'm starting to multiply, my bro. There we go. Yeah, Too many Kyle's yeah. over here. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool, no, but bro. Uh, I think we need to start uh, start talking about Derek Ainsley, right, and kind of what he's doing with the defense, and let's just talk more defense. I know we talked quite a bit about the offense last week, but uh, I know Jasir Taylor was a big conversation point for this week, at least for Derek Ainsley specifically, and um, it's looking like he's going to be our uh, slot corner. So kind of excited to see how that plays out. Look at that. No. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Not today. <laughs> I love that sound clip. I wish we had that clip. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> yeah, right. It's good. Also like Matumbo too, you know. Yeah, it does, it does sound like Matumbo too. Yeah, I like that as well. Oh, too. You, you're talking about the no 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 oh, no. Yeah. Oh no yeah. no no no. Oh, that one, that one. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love that. That that is so funny. Mm. I think I think that was just hilarious. But um, anyways, it's looking like Jasir Taylor's our guy, man. I I. I don't think we're going to get Callahan. I don't think we're going to re-sign him. I don't think we're going to go after anybody else. But, you know, I, man, he did well. I, I re-watched the Denver Broncos game, and he played that entire game at slot uh, when Callahan was hurt. And, man, he did great. Yeah. But um, I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on this? And I'll go into some, some of the things Derek Ainsley specifically said about him. Uh, but I don't know. What are your thoughts, James and Kyle? You know, and, and the thing about it is, is that we know that we need to get younger in position. Yep. And yep. this is a position we're choosing to go younger at this moment. And uh, I don't think we're going to go out there and get Bryce Callahan, even though he was our top um, yep. cornerback in, in interceptions last year. And, and Bryce Callahan played phenomenal last year. Yeah, um, he did great. I mean, Jasir Taylor is, to me, like he could be one of those guys that you get a late round kind of pick. A guy that yep. could be a phenomenal contributor on field. You know, in going back to when um, Brandon Staley was the defensive coordinator for the Rams, he actually had a lot of late round guys yeah. perform extremely well for him. And yep. just sir, with his speed, 4-3-6 speed, I believe it is, with his ability, I think he his coming out party, in my opinion, was the Dolphin game. Um, yep. He just figured yep. it out in that game. I mean... I, I'm, a, I'm all for it. I've been a pretty big fan of Jasir Taylor, and uh, I think he's going to be awesome. And Derek Ainsley even talked about him saying that, hey, he's mature beyond his years. Yep. So second-year guy, this could be one of those guys you find late rounds that just finds a way to be able to fill a gap and, and make our team younger all around. So I'm excited about it, man. So what's your thoughts, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's going to really, like, you know, step into this role, like, fairly well, you know? Like, I mean yep. – he, he was able to watch uh, Bryce Callahan uh, do his thing all last year and, uh, you know, pick up a lot of what he does um, in order to actually fill 
Brandon Staley's role a lot more. So I, I really feel like he's gonna he's gonna turn out and to to be the kind of guy that we need for this nickel cornerback uh, situation. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm all for it. You know, like I mean, and uh, didn't he have like a, a massive like uh, special teams play as well? That like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. He, he, Dean Landers. Yeah, he was the one much, like major yeah. special teams folks. Yeah, yeah right. Right. Morocco Monday night game, I believe yeah. we were at. That was yep. awesome. That was, that was oh, that's right. We were at that game. Yeah. Of course. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He threw the dude uh, right into him. He took yep. the yeah. defender right into him and dropped right. and fumbled the ball. Right. And we got put into uh field goal range to win it, man. That was great. Yeah. The freaking Broncos, dude. I tell you what. But you know, one of the things that uh again Derek Ainsley said also was that he's a high energy guy, right? Yeah. He's yeah. um you know, he's very observant. He understands the big picture. He works hard. And yet again, he's he made the team because, well, again, he's a six-round pick, but also right. he did great in special teams, right? So, you know, you, you got to do well in special teams. And um, I think I think it's a big part of, you know, why he's, you know, really had that shot. But I'll tell you what, man, like, you know, he's so far he's looking like the guy uh, in the slot. So pretty interesting. And guys, in the chat, I know people are coming in now. So just throw your questions out if you have some questions or some thoughts about OTAs. Um, you know, you know, go ahead and, and throw them out there as well, too. So, right. One, one thing about camp, too. I mean, if you've been seeing some of the notes also, too, Jasur has been doing a great job of, like, defending, batting passes down, getting picks. Yeah. Like, and once again, Justin Herbert just barely really started getting going on this OTAs. But, yeah, you know, right. he's going against Max Duggan and, and uh, you know, Easton Stick. But, hey, you love to see it. You love to see this guy's confidence building. And that's, that's what you want to see from a young guy like this late round pick guy that's figuring it out and uh i'm excited for him i'm i'm looking forward to him being a starter this year you know yeah. also say this too he also could be returning punts and kicks he's he did that yep. as well yep. uh and so you know you never know how that plays out he right. might he might be that other guy that could step in and see what happens with the old lightning bug you know we'll see what, how that sure. plays out so yeah so i'm you know kind of interested uh to see how that plays out with him specifically um i know um I know he's doing really well. So I know we, we might maybe talk about Herbert again, I, or where do you want to stick with the defensive side of the no, ball? Let's, go, let's go down to, uh, let's go talk a little bit about JC Jackson. Okay. Let's pull him up. Yes. JC. JC, man. You know, this is the reason why we did not go after a cornerback in the draft. Um, yeah. You know, obviously you spend a lot of money on him too. You want that right. money to be working for you too. Um, yeah. But if you guys have been paying attention to where he's at, it was interesting back actually after I think the Jaguar game, they were showing uh, JC Jackson working out on a bike and he was pedaling so <laughs> slow. Yeah. Like he was, he was yeah. not really doing a whole heck of a lot. And then you see a three month transition of to where he's yeah. running around. He's getting on treadmills. He's yep. probably running about 18, 19 miles per hour on a treadmill. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, looking fast. And then right. yesterday, Chargers posted up a video of him doing, uh, you know, pedaling backwards and, and running forward and pedaling footwork. backwards, running footwork. forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. all footwork type stuff and, and be able to be a cornerback and doing what he needs to do. I mean, that's a big, big thing to be able to see that this guy is really putting in the work. And it's exciting to be able to see JC Jackson. Hopefully we get Mr. INT this year because – that would really put our back end of our defense as just deadly all around. And, right. you know, one thing, too, I just saw on his Instagram, Mr. INT's Instagram, he was at a cryotherapy place and he was uh, he was like doing pull ups in the cryotherapy chamber kind of thing. 
And, you know, he's doing those things to be able to kind of really help his body out further. And, right. yeah. you know, just to where he's at, I mean, a patellar tendon's no joke to yeah. blow out. Like, yeah. Well, it, no it, it, it's, it's hard to come back from too, right? And, yeah. um, yeah, and, and he's looking good, man. I mean, like I said, I, I think he could be the comeback player of the year, right? I mean, he's yeah. he's that guy, right? You know, he and Bosa. Bosa's, Bosa's looking good, man. You know, he's looking jacked and he's looking motivated. So I'm really curious to see how he plays out. I know we're going to talk about Bosa a little bit later on in the thread here. But, um, yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on, um, you know, really our defensive side of the ball, right? I'm just really interested to see what you guys' thoughts are on him specifically. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, J.C. Jackson, like, I mean, he – we all we all expected him to be the Mr. INT last year, you know, but then yeah. you know, the football gods kind of had other plans for us for sure. Yeah. Um I feel like though like if we can see JC Jackson working the way that Asante Samuel Jr. was working last year. Yeah. Right. Then dude, it, that's going to yeah. be it's going to be double trouble, you know? Oh, like yeah. straight up we, we have so much freaking going for us in our uh, cornerback situation because that's what yeah. Brandon Staley's offense is primary or defense is primarily set up for. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. And if, if JC Jackson can figure that out, just like Asante Samuels figured it out, oh my man, it, it's the sky's the limit for this guy, you know? Like, I mean, well, yeah, it is. And, and like, and one of the things that I've noticed too, a lot of teams are pretty much done with the whole linebacker room. They don't really care about that. It's mostly speed. And it's mostly just they want, you know, they want these corners to really take over some of that positions, right? It's kind of yeah, like yeah. that video regarding um, Derwin James running the edge, uh, edge rushing right. a little more, right? Because yeah. you get fast, you get quick, you get that quarterback on the ground. That's all that matters, right? And and so you get someone like J.C. Jackson out there, Jaw, you got Davis, and then golly, dude, like it's just it, – can we just stay healthy, right? I mean, that's, right. Just, that's just like the whole situation. But yeah. good point, Leo. Yeah. Three less points, uh, opponents, um, and three more offense will kill it, right? I, I really, truly yeah. believe if we can just start stopping people, you know, we'd be in fine shape for sure. Right. Well, winning that, is winning. That, that, Doesn't exactly. Matter one point or, or or three points or seven yeah. points, whatever, you know. Winning yeah, well, is winning. It, it doesn't matter. As long as we score more than them, that's yep. it. Well, the thing about it is, is like our issue is – we're playing way too many tight games because our offense isn't scoring enough or our 100%. defense is giving up too much. So like yep, basically right. what Leo's saying is, hey, if we I think last year we gave up 22.1 points per game, but we only scored 22.9 points per game. Yep. So that is way too close of a delta of win and lose and having too many tight games all around. And if you really break it down, that's what happened against the Jaguars. We lost basically based upon that spread difference for us. If we have it to a point of where we go and do 22.1 points per game, actually three less, we're under 20 points per game, which would be massive for a defense. But score three more points, we're going to have less of these heart attack based games all around. And so 100%. the yep. one thing that was interesting, I, I watched this interview it was a uh, Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast, I think is what it was. It was it was uh, <laughs> Rel <laughs> Owens. Uh, oh, podcast. oh, yeah. He, yeah. he was talking to uh, Michael Davis recently. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. randomly popped up on my YouTube. And the one thing I said, why, what is the one thing the Chargers need to do to be able to get to the Super Bowl? He says, we just need to stop the run. That's all it is. Yeah. We can figure out just to stop that element and stop having these bleeding games of where we lose because they're running all over us. We'll be fine as a team. He didn't say, hey, offense needs to do better. Cornerbacks need to do better. We feel good about it. We just need to find a way to stop the stupid run. And yeah, that will probably change 
you know, the amount of points that we're giving on an average game. So I think that's probably pretty accurate at this point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Justin Herbert saying, Hey, he's a dog. He knows what he's doing. He's a top three quarterback for sure. No, you guys said right though. He's a dog. No, I love it. I love it. It's good. Good stuff. Uh, this one's pretty good too, James. I know. Um, I know we, we talked a little bit about this. Um, maybe we can go with a little. Do you want to talk a little bit more about Derek Ainsley and kind of what his thoughts are, you know, yeah. regarding uh, being the defensive coordinator? I was a little bit unimpressed with some of the things that he said to some degree. I was a little bit like, really, dude? Like, yeah. I don't know. I guess I guess I kind of expected him to come in and say, all right, I want to switch some things up. I want to do some different things. Because he just said, well, what's changed with the defense? He's like, not much. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, and it's okay. like, and it's like, I think it's just, you know, Coach Daly, trust me. And I'm like, and, you know, and I'm a good leader. You know, he wants me to be myself. You know, he encourages that. But it's like, I guess I would have expected him to say, well, we want to switch things up a little bit. We want to be a little more focused on the run. I mean, have some sort of different story. Yeah. And it was just nothing that was said. It was just like, yeah. oh, no, nothing's changing. And I'm like, okay, well, why are you even in that role then, man? You know I mean? Right. It just seems weird to me. So I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on his comments about that? I was a little bit surprised. I know that he talked about Eric Hendricks as well too afterwards. So we might want to bring that up as well. Yeah, pick it up, Kyle. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that is pretty concerning because then it's like, well, okay. So some of these teams have already kind of figured our, out our defense uh, yeah. pretty, pretty well. So like if, if things haven't really changed too much, then, well, then uh, that's kind of a problem. Um, but, of course, I mean, it goes into the fact that Derek Ainsley is more of a uh, defensive playmaker caller by name only, you know, because yep. yeah. Brandon Staley's going, oh, shoot, my... Hello. <laughs> hey. Good job. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my camera didn't you like that. pants on at least, huh? You're not just sitting in your underwear. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Like, great. you have pants on. Wow. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, my gosh, we are live. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be Jake. amazing. Trying to give, give the ladies the peep show, you know. <laughs> hey, you know, it's the peep show, not the creep show. Oh, hey, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, I was saying, uh, like, I don't know. I get, I guess it's just got a little concerning, uh, just be, because of, you know, they needed to, to kind of change things up a little bit because obviously, our, yeah. our like we talked about last week, our offense is going to be completely different, you know. Yeah. Completely different, you know, fits the scheme of our players that we have itself, what their skill sets are. Right. Um, and uh, and so, like, I would like to see a little bit of adjustments there and hope that we actually do have a, a bigger run attack as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like you said, like, you know, that's that's what we need to take it to the next level. So, yep. well, and, and I think that Kellen Moore, I mean, offensively, I know we're talking defense now, but, you know, Kellen Moore is definitely going to be, you know, try to do more of a marriage of run and pass. I still think 60-40 yeah. pass to run. We're going to be more pass first offense still. But I will say this, defensively, we just got to get a couple of stops, man. That's yeah. it. You know, I mean, yeah. think about the stupid Jags game, right? If we'd had one stop in the second half, we would have won the game, you know? And exactly. it's just like... And then our offense couldn't do jack squat, right? And that was, yeah. you know, Joe Lombardi, Joe Dumbardi, freaking hated that guy. But, you know, but it's one of those situations where you have to sit back and say to yourself, okay, we need to do something different. So I was just a little surprised that he was like, ah, nothing's changing. And I'm like, okay, like, well, why are you doing this? Yeah. But I will yeah. say this. He did talk about Eric Hendricks, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, again, a lot of people are pretty frustrated that we didn't bring Drew Tranquil back. But I'll tell you, Eric Hendricks is a much better guy. You know, he's 
better pass coverage. Right. You know, he, he could pretty much lock down Travis Kelsey, right? Or, or a tight end that we're going up against. He can just lock the person down. And, you know, to be fair, in, in this system that we're running, we're going to be running a lot of nickel and dime defensively. I do think you needed a, a linebacker that actually can cover, right? You yep. Gone are the days of the just the linebacker that just runs and fills gaps. It's just that yeah. doesn't – that's not the role anymore, right? right? And it's small, speedy, fast guys. And so I just thought that was pretty interesting. Um, and I know we're going to talk a little about Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack a little later on here as well. But anyways, I just, would have, I just wanted to kind of you know bring that up as well and get your thoughts on Kendrick's uh, you- from Ainsley's comments. You know, the one thing I'm going to say about uh, Derek Ainsley, yeah, once again, Kyle even said it, he, he's basically a defensive coordinator, coordinator by, you know, title more or less, but not really the actual coordinator. It's it's yeah. Brandon Staley pretty much. Brandon Staley, but, yeah. You know, well, the idea thing, not much has changed. I mean, the, the thing I'll say that has changed is some of the coaches on the defensive side of things. So, yeah, think of like Jeff Howard that came over as linebacker, uh, was yeah. quarterback coach, you know, changing that up a little bit too. Well, and he, and he, he was a defensive line. back coordinator for the Browns, right? Exactly. Defensive yeah. coordinator, d- defensive back coordinator, excuse me. Yep. And now he's a linebacker coach. So basically what they're trying to say is that we need to make sure we teach these guys how to be, you know, better in the pass defense all around. That kind of would make a whole difference in this game for us. And I think that's why they ended up bringing like an Eric Kendricks, who's relatively pretty good in the pass defensive side of things. So. Changing up just kind of positional coaches is really where I think this shift of this defense can be. Now, we're beyond cursed all the time by injuries. I hate even talking about it. I know. Um, My hopes is we are not going to be injured by any means. I'm hoping that there's going to be a point that, um, you know, not having basically our trainer for 30 years, we find a way to be able to be healthy without that guy. (laughs) Um, I know, right? Well, but, it, it's crazy that we haven't had, we don't even have that guy in, in camp at all or, or even on the team. It's yeah, just right. nuts to me. It's like, they just don't care, I guess. But I mean, you know, the, the, the thing is though, like everybody's got their idea of how they want to be able to work on their body. Maybe they're also saying that, hey, the players know what they're doing. Right. And there are guys that are, you know, conditioning-based coaches that are out there with us. I mean, it's... uh. Currently, it's uh, Anthony Lamato, who's the director of sports performance, head strengthening, head strength and conditioning coach. Jonathan Brooks, an assistant strength and conditioning coach. Coach Lucas Jordan, too. So we got some guys there. We just don't have, I think, like a head guy that we once had that's been here for 30 years. But either which way, I'm excited to be able to see kind of the shifting of, you know, maybe the idea after OTAs, what Derek Ainsley might be putting in new wrinkles that you know, Brandon Staley might be putting in this defense. Um, yeah. I mean, it all really boils down to health with us guys. I mean, on paper, we're dangerous. Yeah. On paper, we're absolutely dangerous. And we just got to stay healthy, man. It's so frustrating. Yep. And and Leo, you're exactly right, right? Drew Tranquil, man, he, he was in the right spot sometimes, but he was in the wrong spots sometimes. <laughs> Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, he was a bit inconsistent. That's, that's probably the better way of saying it, right? Yeah. I was thinking... Sixty-seven percent of the time, he works every time. <laughs> every time, every time. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, but like, but it's one of those things where like, that's where Drew. You're not going to get better than than Kendricks in that situation, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and again, K nine is another great example. He he wasn't in the right place all the time either, right? Oh, and so, man. I wasn't a huge fan of him as well too. So, um, you know. Andre, how do you feel about Leonard Floyd signing the Bills for $7 million? This is the perfect segue into our defensive yeah. end. 
Yep, it's exactly. Yeah, we wanted to talk about this as well. So yeah, great. You, you're on the same page with us right here. That's yeah, right. man. Hey, you're in sync with us, bro. What's up? Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, look at that. So, so how do you feel about the Leonard Floyd signing with the Bills for seven million? You think we should have signed him? Well, this is the top ten players on PFF. Now, once again, let me go back to this picture so you could see the full chart. But Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt, Max Crosby. I hate that he's a Raider. I think he's a great player. Yeah. Uh, Joey Bosa, Trey Hendrickson, Von Miller, Khalil Mack, Jalen Phillips, Josh Allen, and Zadarius Smith. Reason why we didn't sign him is because we have, if we're going to base everything off of PFF, we have two of the top 10 defensive ends in the league. No other team has that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For so sure. that's where it, that's where this all changes. Like, that's why we don't, Put a little bit more money there, but then we also got Thule too. Yeah, Thule. Yeah, is Rump Shaker in this team and, too? And yeah, the Rump Shaker, Rump, and the Rump, Rump Shaker. Shaker. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, one one undrafted free agent that I really like is Campbell. Um, oh gosh, what's his name? I'm just drawing a blank on his name. All of a sudden, he's from Bruce, Campbell. Bruce Campbell? No, Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bruce yeah. Campbell. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me, let me pull that up. Uh, I, I, he, this guy, I think, could be a sleeper in making the team. Um, and he is just a freak of nature, edge rusher. Really went to a small university, but I'll tell you what he he could be a he could be a sleeper pick. I mean, he ain't gonna be a day one starter or anything like that, no. but he could be somebody that could play. Sure. Um, just a depth guy, you know. Yeah, I mean that, that's all we would be trying to get is some depth guys right now at 100%. this point, because um, pretty much our our team is pretty locked in. I yep. mean, we're kind of used to Tom Telesco at this point. Like, he's like, yeah, he's probably not going to do anything else like, unless he absolutely needs to. 100%. I mean, hey, last year he should have picked up some players midseason uh, yeah. with our, a little bit of our salary cap, but he, he didn't. And, like, even though we do have a little bit of cap space this year still, I don't think we're going to do anything either. Yeah, so, 100%. 100%. But maybe we will. I don't know. Like, if, if, if we kind of – uh look like we need a little bit of help for that last half of the uh, push in the season we just we just might i don't know uh, yeah we, we just don't know discount tom might might find a, a deal in the bargain bins you know and he's had times where after otas or excuse me training camp preseason games there's veteran cuts and there's guys that could fill gaps because i mean you know these preseason games are about finding which players are going to be in the right position if they are right for the team or not right for right. the team 100 yeah. and you know sometimes you go out there and say hey xyz player that fills our o-line position or defensive end position or whatnot you know we could go out there and you know fill these gaps all around i mean it's interesting because some people talked about some players that are available at the edge like yeah davian Clowney's a guy that you could go after too and i mean he's kind of been an off and on kind of player but he has been a pretty elite guy at the edge uh too yep. um i mean Obviously, the connecting of Leonard Floyd going over to the Bills. I mean, that team is stacked right now on yeah. defense. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, I've always viewed it as as a player stays out there on free agency, the longer they're out there, the cheaper they become. So yeah. who knows? Maybe they end up finding a way to be able to get Jadavian Clowney to add to this team. Maybe they don't feel sure. Tooley's ready to go. I mean, Tooley's only 20 years old. I think he'll be 21 when the season starts. Yeah. Like, that's he's well, a very young dude. And, and another great example is uh you know Isaiah Spiller, right? You know, he was yep. drafted at 20, right? Exactly. And he, you know, he, he was raw, right? He was right. a very raw player, and that's partially why he wasn't on the field much I sure. mean, behind Austin Eckler, right? So um, okay, 
By the way, I, I have to say something. I have to troll Matt Money Smith a little bit here. What? <laughs> Hey, yeah, hey wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. We're, we're trying to get him on our show. I don't know if yeah, you're okay. oh, I got to troll him a little bit. I got to troll him a little bit, though. I yeah, all right, all right. You can so, call you know, my, my video I did on Derwin James edge rushing, uh -huh. I, you know, I was yeah. talking to James about this the other day. I was like, it's like, yo, Matt Money must have listened to my podcast. Didn't get oh. a lot of views on it. And, uh, you know, I talked about the edge rushing that Derwin James, because, I mean, he gets, the, he gets to the quarterback about 33% of the time. It might yeah. even be a little higher than that, just depending on what statistic you look at. When he oh, comes yeah, down yeah, to the yeah. box, we talked about it specifically – on the uh, Chargers Weekly. By the way, I love Chargers Weekly. I, I listen to it every week. It's probably the yep. only Charger podcast I listen to at all, but I just thought it was kind of funny. I had to Man, call I'm, them out I'm, on that a little bit. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm listening to like all of them. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm in the chat sometimes, all the time. Like, you know, I'm trying, yeah. try and yeah. get it connected with the, the rest of the fam, you know? Like, it's, yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly, I, would I should love be better to, at that. It's all I right. I mean, I would love to actually do a show where we get some of us, all the, like, some of our other podcasters in the same room together. And yeah. we just start we just start busting about the Chargers, you know. Like I would yeah, I love, love that. That would breaking be amazing. Bread, dude. Like, but I don't think all breaking, of them breaking bread. Yeah. Breaking that's bread, right. That's dude. right. Yeah, bread and salt. Breaking you know? bread, yeah. breaking yeah. bread, dude. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's a good question here. Yeah. All right. Let's get some questions here. Yeah. So first question: uh, Which coach is more pressure on uh, their unit to live up to their potential? Coach Staley, defense coach, or more? I think it's kind of everybody. Period, yep. man. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I look. It's his third year, man. You know, let's say we have a crappy year, and you got Justin Herbert, and you're, you know, pretty much max salary cap every year. You know, Staley's probably got the most pressure on him, I would say, but he's the yeah. head coach, right? And you know, everything right. falls in his lap for the most part. So, but I think Kellen Moore, you know, I mean, I don't think it'll be a disaster. He's going to be pretty amazing. So, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't worry about him at all. Well, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely feel like it's Staley's definitely in the hot seat of anything, because this is what his uh, third year, I want to say. Third year. Yep. Third yep. year, but you know, basically, he has a whole new coaching staff around him, and you know, if he really can't pull it off, then he really has no one else to blame, you know. Big time. Um, and so like, and that's the unfortunate thing about it is that like, I mean, we we like Staley. You know, like we're, we're, we're all, we're on that Staley. Let's go Brandon Staley situation, you know, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, cause so like, I really feel like he's, he is our guy and he yeah. is at the level of Bill Belichick. Just maybe, I mean, it took Bill Belichick a couple of years or whatever to be a head coach. Like, I think he started with the Browns. Then he went to like, I don't know who ever else, whatever, but you know, he figured it out eventually, and that's going to be Staley. And, like, I hope he figures it out with us. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and the Chargers' run rate generally with with head coaches is four years. And for some reason, mm -hmm. it seems like the Spanos yep. say, figure it out in four years. Now, I'm just going to say as a run rate for our other coaches that we've had, Mike McCoy, um, let's say uh, Anthony Lynn. I think Lynn, that was such a doofus. You know, oh my about gosh. Oh. Like, McCoy had, like, one successful season at basically yep. a nine well, i guess it was a nine and seven season and then ended up getting the playoffs ended up losing basically at that point uh well, excuse me they beat the Bengals and then they lost to the broncos i believe that next game and yep. then they, he did have one more nine and seven season where he ended up losing or not getting to the playoffs the thing about it is is like what i'm saying is that brandon staley has one every season he has winning records every season i want consistency from that position 
And that's where we're saying that we really like, I like Brandon Staley because he's consistency and he's only going to get better out on the job the longer he's there. Personally, yeah. I think he's growing a very good culture with this team. I think he's definitely a guy that's going to uh, not only just get better. And I think, to be honest, Kyle's been cut. Well, let's see. I can't point correctly here with my camera. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, you did a, you did a yeah. video earlier this week where you kind of did like record predictions. And yeah. I think it was yeah. like 13 and four or something that you were looking at or something like that. Like yeah. if we could get yeah. 13 and four, I mean, he oh could be God, easily so coach of the year. That's yeah, massive it, for it. So here's the thing. Again, we just got to stay healthy. And by the way, the guy that, right. that I think could make the team undrafted free agent, name is Andrew Farmer from Lane College Farmer, from Tennessee. Yep. Super small school, but the guy's a freak-ass athlete, dude. Like crazy freak-ass athlete. So, yep. again, he could be a guy, you know, anyways. Uh, in the chat, we got about 40 people in the chat. And I, would you like me to do my picks of undrafted free agents this next week? You know, who I think could actually make the team, not, not be a day one starter, but like somebody that could be showing up, uh, you know, yeah. practice squad and yada, yada. So let me know in the chat if you guys would like to see me do that video. Uh, talked about Andrew Farmer, but let's talk about Andre Ferndon. Let's go. You know, yeah, he is right here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically, he said, "Hey, we know Mac and Bose are going to get injured for most of the year. I like yep. Tooley, but having a rookie th as a rookie is risky. Having a veteran backup just in case, and that's I agree. I agree one hundred percent. I mean, I think there's a little bit of an idea that they want to be able to get Chris Rump to his real opportunity in his yep. third year yep. on this team, and he has gained a little bit of muscle. I've watched a little bit more of." Chris Rump in the last year, he was so close to probably getting close to about five sacks last year. Yeah. And it's just that little, little details there that just need to happen for him. And yeah. I think he could get there. I'm not putting a ton of ton of weight on it by any means, but I'm saying the Chargers just want to be able to give him an opportunity. And I think there's a chance that we might be able to find a guy, like I said, Jadavian Clowney. Like if yep. maybe he could sign that guy for three million and he'd be into that. I don't know. Like the guy's got a lot of money, by the way. He's a rich dude. So yeah, he's very rich. He's very maybe rich. Maybe he just wants to have an opportunity to be on a team that could go far. Like that's all it really is. So I'm just saying we we definitely know that and we definitely understand that. And by the way, beats by Jay Sean. Yeah, where is John Johnson? I don't I know, know, man. I don't so know. I would say this a lot of these veterans don't want to come into camp like this. They don't want to go to OTAs. Yeah. They want to show up at some point, you know. So I think signings are going to start happening when camp starts going up, yep. you know. And they're all, yeah. okay, fine, you know, I'll show up and whatever. But yes, I, I, I still, I'd love John Johnson. To me, that's the next signing we need, in my opinion. Yep. So, by the yep. way, beats by Jay Sean, man. If you have, if you got some like some chill beats, like whatever, uh, something yep. like that, that we can play in the, in the background. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, want to hear it. Know, we want to hear it. We'd love to, to use it right now. We're, we got some music by Broken Summer going, just chilling, like with that, you know, like we want to have a good vibe with the Bolt fam, you know. So, like, if you got some good stuff, send it our way, you know, like, uh, hit me up on social media or, uh, emails or whatever like that we'd love to, to use your, your material you know not only that our intro you got that intro that sound from somebody correct yeah i got it from uh one of my my friends at work um yeah who did music and stuff like that you know so, so i mean yeah, yeah. If you got some beats throw it throw it at us man like you know we'll use it we'll use it on the pod and by the way i do think 11 and 6 that's actually my prediction but yeah, but eighth I mean, definitely go ahead go ahead sorry kyle what were you oh, saying? No, yeah i mean 11 and 6 is is definitely more realistic but of course I, the way I was looking at it, obviously, is like that. Our team was healthy the entire year. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, if we're yeah. healthy, the sky's the limit with this. Yeah. Oh my god, no joke. And, sky's uh, the limit, guys. It's just it's crazy. The limit. If Bosa yeah. could be Bosa, Mac could be Mac. You throw in Thule to be able to work behind him. You got J.C. Jackson being a healthy cornerback, Mister Int. He could have seven picks, change games for us. Jasir Taylor plays out of his mind. Asante Samuel Jr. gets three picks a game like he did against the Jags. Oh, my god! You know, we'll be killing him. We'll be killing him. And then our offense. I mean, going back to Leo's statements, like, if we just do a three-point differential of where we only give up three points less from last year, but we score three points more than last year, that's the world of difference from stop being a 10-7 and team or or a 9-8 and team kind of situation. We we have all the talent. It's just find a way to be healthy. Like yeah. find a way. Like well, well it, it, the wheels could have fallen off the track last season too, folks. Big right? time. I mean, big all time. the injuries we had. I mean, you, you, look, nobody's really given Brandon Staley and this coaching staff credit for even keeping the team together. Yeah. I mean, Rip Cartledge, Herbert, week two, week yeah, right. sixteen, right. busted corn laid from in, in his non-throwing shoulder. Right, that's a problem, man. And yeah. Injury after injury. I mean, that defensive line was just dry humped all season, man. I mean, it was crazy. Right. They were they were so, pulling fans out from the stands, saying, "Throw some yeah. pads on, let's go, let's go, uh, let's you go, let's do this. Let's do it. You look good, let's yeah. go." Oh, I was ready. I was ready. Yeah, come on, button gut. Let's make it happen. Let's That's go. Right. <laughs> well, I'll get, I'll I mean, realistically, <laughs> I wouldn't even be a speed bump, dude. Get, sign Hillary oh. again, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Well, realistically, though, too, like, I mean, the fact is well, we've given up, like, at least four points every game yeah. because because yeah. of our red zone uh, percentages and stuff. Like, we've we so we've used a field goal as opposed to getting the touchdowns in the, yep. in the red zones. Like, like I, I think we were pretty low in that regard. I think right now I'm looking at it, we were We were 54.1% in our red zone touchdown percentages. Yep. So if we can just get get that to up to like two yep. out of three times, so sixty seven percent, I mean that would that that's would be massive. huge. That's massive. Well, that's that's a four point differential right there. So and the Cowboys last year were at like seventy percent, seventy percent. That's coaching, folks. That's, that's coaching. massive. And guess what? We got their offensive coordinator now. Like, Kellen yep. Moore's here now. Like, and he's got a better quarterback now. I mean, could yep. we see history happening where we're 75 80% conversion rate in a red zone situation. I mean, yeah. Last year, I mean, I'm watching a lot of the games from last year and I'm like, dude, we could have easily destroyed the Browns and scored 40 on them. Yep. But we kept like finding ways to just holding our red zone offense back and just screwing things up. And so you it's great to be able to hear and I know we've already chatted about it, but Kellen Moore and you know, Max and uh, Easton Stick have been like seven for seven in red zone situations. Max basically is like four for four, killing it, killing it, man. Like, that's great to see so far. Now they got Justin Herbert. If you guys want to jump into that segue, we'll talk about Justin Herbert. I did a video on him. Yeah, let's uh, let, let, let me let me talk real beats by Jay. This is good. Yep. So, yeah, Pokey Wilson, Gerard Clark, Michael Jones, Cam Brown, Andrew Farmer. So, Andrew Farmer would be my fifth. The other person I would say is A.J. Finley. A.J. Finley could be a slot yep. uh, corner. Yep. Uh, and we, again, we didn't draft the, we didn't draft any corners. So I, I yep. think there's a good chance, especially if Jasir um, J- Taylor is going to be the corner, slot corner guy for us this season. I, I think our corners have a good opportunity to make it. Cam Brown is a very high recruit. I think he's good. He had some injuries at Ohio State, but I do think it'd be really good. So, yep. yeah, pretty interesting. So, 
Yes, okay. sir. So Let let's. You want to talk uh, Herbie? Yeah, let's talk about Herbie. Herbo. Yeah, and actually, uh, Sean, uh, Jay Sean actually has a really good one to segue us into that one. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. by the way, I've watched the video in the director. The teams that we'll be playing mostly have bad passing defenses. Yep. Uh, so if it goes down, what Kellen Moore produces for our offense? Yeah. Yeah. You know, could. Could. If, yeah. we, if we could go out there and just let Herbert sling the ball around, which all you hear about him is, you know, bombing the ball out. You're seeing Justin Herbert bombing the ball out. Like, I mean, first time he goes out there, he goes 20-24 out in uh, the offense. He's throwing the ball downfield to Pokey Wilson, number 83, looking like we got uh, Johnson back on this team, like in his 2020 season. You got Keenan Allen even catching downfield passes now, too. Yeah, he's looking good. I yeah, mean, vertical. You, vertical. you start looking at this vertical game, and we're just he's slinging the ball around left and right. That's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing to see, guys. Like, That's right? We how many times did we say last year? Let's figure out how to throw the ball downfield. Yep. Last week, we showed off the graphs of Justin Herbert's season. There was very few, few hot zones that he would just constantly keep yeah. it going, but a yeah. lot behind the line and under ten yeah. yards. Right. And I mean, our our air yards with Justin Herbert was. 32nd in league. There's actually 33 quarterbacks that threw passes last year. 32. 32nd in league. We only have 4.4 air yards from hand to receiver. On average. That's yeah. one of the yeah. worst in the league. Highest yeah. was Thule, who had 8.8 yards from his hand to the receiver. So air yards were massive all around, guys. So big thing that I'm just saying with Justin Herbert, I think we have a great opportunity that he's just going to just have phenomenal deep passes he looks good already coming back in camp yep. his throwing motion looks a little different too you yeah know, a little more vertical yeah a little no, bit no more a little yep. bit more vertical less of those sidearm kind of looking throws i don't know if that had something to do with the ribs but i'm excited about it and this could be a massive massive year for justin herbert and personally i'm going to say the chargers in general this could be a big big season and we're going against a lot of good talented teams this year by the way too so yeah. Um, so it's and, gonna be uh, fun. This is a good. This is a good quote here by Chargers Chris. Hey, you know what? I, I hear you, man. Like it's it's yep. tough. We, we talk about it every year. We're always the best. We always got all the talent, but we just seem to wet the bed somehow, you know. And 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 I'll tell you, like again, here's here's where I'm very optimistic this season more than anything is that we have a offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore that is very inventive and he wants to light up the scoreboard. And Brandon Staley says this year offense. Go for it. Like, I'm not going to touch it. It's all on you. I'm going to be dealing with the defense. You're going to run it all. And I think there's something freeing about that for Brandon Staley as well, too, because he knows that he's going to get vertical and do some more things, you know, with Herbert. So I, yep. I'm, I'm excited to see that, right? I mean, again, if we, you're not going to beat the Chiefs by defense. You're just not. You know, you, you need to just put up points. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, that's the, that's the fact of the matter is like, if he can, Get a uh, game-winning touchdown in less than thirty seconds. Like, yep. <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? You, you yeah. got to be beating up. You got to stay ahead of them by at least ten points every yeah. single game. Every uh, game. Bo- yeah. Bottom line. You know. Well, and, and the big yeah. thing to me, we got to score thirty-five. Like, especially yeah. against the Chiefs, you got to yeah. score thirty-five on them. Like, right that's, you have got to do that. And a lot of these teams that we're going to be playing next year, I mean, you're going to say like the Bills, obviously the Chiefs, a couple times, uh, Dallas, high-powered based offenses. You yeah. got to score 35 on these guys. Yeah. 
yeah. you have got to figure that out. That's why we ended up losing that Jags game. Yeah, I get it. Our run game sucked. It sucked all year. Our run defense sucked all year. But, you know, we ended up just losing it because we couldn't find a way to score that one more touchdown. Yeah, that one more that's, touchdown. That's a stress, so stressful situation. And I was going to actually highlight Aether's question, too. That says, my second question, bros. Uh, <laughs> we love you, Aether. Seriously. Uh, when I first read that, it says lots of people. I thought it said pickling. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was pickling, dude. I was pickling uh, this morning. Pickleball, baby. Hey, so pickleball, um, baby. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> lots of people picking the bolts to go 11 and 6. I don't agree. I believe that this team can't win 12 games minimum. We have talent issues and coaching problems. Your thoughts, please. Yeah. I, I You know, look, my thing about Brandon Staley is if he just continuously finds a way to be able to get one more win per game or per year, just see progression all around. Sure. Yeah. Like we talked about earlier, Brandon Staley did a phenomenal job to coach our team into the playoffs last year. He did a phenomenal job. How many injuries we had, this, this ship could have been sunk halfway through the season. Big time. But guess what? We found a way to be able to just will our way through it. We had talented guys around that stepped up and made it happen for us. If we go 11 and 6, I'm satisfied with that. Now, once again, I'm not saying that's where I want to end my season. Right. I would love to be able to continue going into the playoffs. If we're healthy at 11 and 6, we're dangerous. We're yep. dangerous. All you need is a ticket to the show, guys. Like, that's right. Get to the playoffs. Anything can freaking happen. Let's go. If you're watching the NBA, I'm not, but I'm just paying attention because the buddy <laughs> talked about the Nuggets. I'm not. But. No, it's actually they're, they're pronounced the Thuggets. They're the, the Thuggets. Yeah, uh, dude, no joke. <laughs> dude, what's his name? Uh, the Joker uh, at the Nuggets or whatever. <laughs> that dude, that yes. dude's brothers look like they're in the mafia, dude. It's oh, dude, no, for real, out, bro. You're like, what are we watching here, oh, bro? Like, like, oh my god. Here? Um, but <laughs> I'm just saying, the Heat were seed number eight in the playoffs. Look at where they're at now. Mm -hmm. Right. They made now, it. Doesn't matter. They got yep. to the finals. And so yep. all I'm saying, get a ticket to the show. That's all that matters. It's about momentum. Go back to yeah. the Giants when they got in as a six seed wild card, ended up being the Patriots when they were undefeated season kind of yeah. thing. Like, right. They got to yeah. the Super Bowl and won it. Like, ticket to the show is all that matters. Healthy. Is probably even bigger for us. Well, and you want to get you want to get hot at the right time, right? Which is exactly what happened in Miami. Um, our defense is ranked close to the bottom. Yeah, we, we were pretty bad, um, but we were also banged up a lot, right? And yeah. I mean, line. everyone knew they could just run the ball up the middle and it didn't matter. I mean, we couldn't stop them, you know? Yep. And and so, look, we we say it every year. Got to get healthy. Just got to stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, this, this is a good point here, GTR man, too. Uh, we need a good running game, except the vertical. You're right, because we are a play-action team. Uh, well, we were at least under Lombardi. Um. Again, we'll see what happens with uh, Kellen Moore specifically, yeah. but we did a very bad job of of really, really making the play action work. If that makes sense, right? Yeah, like yeah. nobody respected our running game. I was like, you don't yeah. run the damn ball, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. They knew Herbert wasn't going to run because of his ribs. Right. So you know, it, 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 you know, you're right. We got to stay healthy. We got to stay well, healthy. And the whole thing about the run game situation, like for me, Austin Eckler has never been in my eyes, a running back yeah. one. Uh, he's no. obviously a very good running back, 
Yeah. But he's not a running back one, in my opinion. He's never been that guy that's really been able to get really long yards and be kind of a threat on the run game. Outside of the Browns game I watched last year, that was his best game. And, and actually, ironically, was his career game for running the ball. But he really had just one big long run that ended up not as a touchdown. But he's phenomenal with catching the ball and being very elusive with the, the ball in his hands. Right Now, right. we just need to have Joshua Kelly, who was injured last year, who ran the ball relatively well when he was healthy. Um, and then Isaiah Spiller is going to be the guy that, and I've seen lists that he could be the breakout, one of the breakout candidates this year as a player. So we got some guys. We just got to find the right formula. And I do think Kellen Moore has a pretty good formula he to does. be able to yeah. put well, players in winning situations. And he's going to simplify the run game as well too, yep. right? And 100%. I think, I think uh, Lombardi really made things difficult. Now, by the way, beats by uh, uh, Jay Sean, um, the, we need a good defensive tackle. Man, how many damn injuries we had? Sebastian Joseph Day was the only guy that was out there the entire season, but Morgan Fox right. stepped up at the end. Yeah. Austin yeah. Johnson got hurt. Now we got Nick Williams, which is good. So, yeah. you know, I think um, I think Nick would be good. Plus our boy Matlock, you know. Yeah. Uh, dude, I he's nasty. He's nasty. He's he, he going to yeah. take some souls, dude. He's going to yes, take some right. souls. Oh, so Tito Abonia still, too. Yeah, Tito, get Tito back, too. And then you even yeah. throw in Jared Clark, who's, to me, one of those guys that's going to find his way on this team somewhere or another. Right. Now, I'm not saying the 53 man squad, but I'm definitely saying practice squad for him. Yeah. Um, yep. Butt and gut, baby. <laughs> but butt and gut. gut. Yeah. Uh, okay. So th- this is kind of an interesting point. Uh, Mark brought this up as well. Yeah. I'm worried about a running back situation. Look, I think Spiller, I think we're going to see a lot of two running back sets as well, too. I think we might see Xander Horvath out there quite a bit for blocking. Please yes. see some more Xander Horvath out there. Please. I, yeah, I think Horvath could be that guy, right? Um, yeah. And, you know, but it's interesting if Eckler had the same season he had last season, he will make his $1.75 million, um, you know, signing bonus. Well, yeah. it, it, extra incentives. But, you yeah. know, we'll see We'll see if he has it. I personally think it's going to be running back by rotation. They're going to do a lot more, you know, rotations yeah. of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. players. I, I don't – I don't foresee him having the same season he had last year. I just don't. Yeah. I think we're going to get more vertical, more throwing. You know, that's just what I thought. So, anyways. Yep. I agree. Um, I agree. I know we got one more person we want to talk about, James. You want to talk about him as well, and then uh, we'll go to some of these last questions. Well, there's actually somebody brought it up already. Oh, uh, for real? And, oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. I think someone's on the inside. Someone, yeah, someone's, someone's hacks. Someone's in our head. You guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys in this thread somehow. What's going on here, man? Yeah, our man, boy hey. Andre. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh He's yeah. Bring it up. Oh my god. Okay. This season. <laughs> Chargers going to have a top three offense, I believe, in that lightning bolt, baby. Um, Quentin Johnston has really impressed me in practice. And that's, you know, baby Kobe. That's what they call him. Um, (laughs) Dude, the thing is, though, an article came out talking about Quentin Johnston. And, uh, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the league, who ironically is on the Raiders. um, And, you know, bless his soul being on the Raiders. Um, But... Devonte Adams kind of talked about him and yep. he was like, look, man, I loved watching him at TCU. He's got all the fundamentals. He's an awesome guy. Like he's excited about seeing him play and everything too. So he got props from one of the top wide receivers in the league. And yeah. at the same side, QJ even talked about it and said, Hey, I mold my game after Devonte yep. Adams. Dude, guys realize this. Like now you could mold your game after anybody. I mold sure. my game after on the pickleball court by Ben's Johns. Cool. Yeah. I'm not Ben Johns. Like he's one of the best players in the world. Like no way, but 
at the same side, like if a guy really, really studies a dude, and if you start thinking and hearing the things about QJ in, in training camp or yeah. in OTAs, yeah. I should say right now, yeah. dude, the vets are hyping them up. And they're yeah. like, this guy's real. Like, if we really finally have like a home run threat guy on this team, like a Devontae Adams, and the way this guy moves with his feet, I mean, he's yeah. got sweet feet, man. Like, mm -hmm. sweet he feet. could be just an absolute <laughs> dynamite to this offense. So, sweet I, feet. I have to remember that Sweet one. feet. Sweet feet. <laughs> you know We're going to get all kinds of touchies. We're going to get touchies. Get a lot of touchies. A lot, a lot yeah. of touchies. Right? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing uh, oh QJ God, uh, break a whole bunch of ankles, you know, like just like freaking yeah. just, yeah, just freaking shake these dudes, you know? Yeah, well, oh, no it, doubt. No doubt. It's a good point. It's a it's a good point. So let's see, we just got, what, got Aether's uh, comment here. Just found something interesting. Uh, why the Lions choose to play with the Chiefs in week one because uh, Fox nationally televised the game early kickoff for the 49ers Steelers. Everyone will see the game. Interesting. Uh, yeah, interesting. that's kind of an interesting situation. And by the way, um, the offensive line is going to be pretty sick. I actually yeah. really do think we're going to have a great line. I mean, the left side is going to be great. Leo brought it up as well, too. Yeah. You know, we moved uh, Zion and um, also uh, uh, Jamari Sawyer to their natural positions or or just yeah. positions that they'd be more a little more comfortable in there as well, too. Yeah. Uh, and James, uh, Aether's, Aether's bringing the heat here for you. Yeah, he's bringing well, the heat. Here James you go. James my he's baby. James, my baby, <laughs> with a little emoji with the hearts around his face. Yeah, I love, oh, dang, I love, hey, we, I love you with a heart emoji. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mama, I love you. P.O.P. -P., holding it down. Holding it down. down. Hold down. <laughs> so Aether says, I disagree. The Bolt has to score 35 plus Daniel Wade. Locked on charges said, Coach Staley defense has held the Chiefs under their average three times. Yeah. No, yeah. they definitely have. And Patrick Mahomes really hasn't had that many huge games against us. But they've found ways to be able to get Kelsey open right in the middle of the field and find yeah. a way in overtime every to get time. a touchdown every call time. It a day. Like, the thing I'm looking at it as is if we score 35 and say they're average, and I think off the top of my head, I think 34 was one of their highest scoring games against us with Brandon Staley as our head coach. Most of them been 28 points, 27 points. It's been low scoring. I'm just saying I need to see a cushion here. Right. It's yeah. not stop feeling this 27 28 type game situation. Justin <laughs> Herbert's got to go downfield and make something happen, kind of thing. Like, how many times did I see that with, with Phillip Rivers and it just yeah. doesn't go our way? Yeah, yeah. I want to be able to lay the lay the pressure down on them, get five touchdowns on them, and just hold them down. If we could hold them down to their average of 28 or 24 yeah. or whatever it is, right? Perfect. We win every time. Yeah every time so we just gotta dry hump them up and down the field both ways that's dude. right that's right baby. dry hump them forget about it damn <laughs> yeah you know i mean i'll say i'll say this i think the uh the medical field banks on the fact that the chargers have a heart like a lot of heart problems because man our, all of these games are so tough like, I know. You know, I guarantee I'm probably like by next year, I'm probably going to need a pacemaker with because of all of yeah, the no thing, you know, problems <laughs> that we have with these games, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. Too much. Bruh. Too much, yeah. man. Bruh. Bruh. There was a couple games. I was really looking at my heart rate. I was at I, the playoff game. I was at like yeah. 130 the entire time. I'm like, what is, I'm going to, I'm going to have a damn heart attack right now. <laughs> yeah, Resting uh, heart rate was 130. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have a heart attack here in a oh, second. Yeah, <laughs> your, your phone is telling you to calm down. You're like, yeah, you're like, you're like you need to chill out whatever the hell you're doing. Like, I can't. 
Yeah, I'm bad, on a treadmill dude. here, dude. I'm on a treadmill. <laughs> right? Oh, man, it was bad. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, but honestly, let's let's just stomp these fools in the ground. Put them to sleep. Put them babies to bed. That's right. Okay, here we go. Uh, yep. Here we go. We got, we, got another, we got another thought here from Aether here. Yeah. Yep. So defense will be top six. Offense top three. Bolts start season 9-0. First loss at Green Bay. That's an odd one. Sweep the Raiders and Chiefs. Herbert, MVP, Staley, Coach of the Year. Let's ride. FTR, baby. Ooh, yeah, you know, that's the thing. Like, my opinion of, like, our defense, sure, if we get top six, great. I'm not really caring about that. I want to be just top 15 versus the run for our defense. Yeah. I think our pass defense will be phenomenal, even more so with J.C. Jackson out there, Asante Samuel, Michael Davis, Jaw. We'll be out there too. I mean, Derwin, like our back end is phenomenal all around. I think our offense has a great chance to be a top three uh, offense. I'm almost like booking that in a sense. But if just our pat or run defense could be just mid range, top 20, number 19, that'll be a dramatic difference for this team for our win loss record. That's all goals. If I was Brandon Staley, I'd be in the defensive line group, just basically writing that on the board. Let's just be top 20, like somewhere in that point, like stop being 30th, 32nd against the run. Yeah. Find yeah. a way just to be top 20. Let's not put unrealistic goals out there, guys. Right. Let's be realistic. Let's just get to this point and we'll be fine. So right. I agree. Yeah. And yeah. Be. You got to remember too that uh, you know we were like we were best in the league in pass defense last season. I mean we were like amazing, yeah. But we were pretty horrible at running. So every team just knew, oh, yeah. just run the damn ball. Like it doesn't it, matter, right. we'll just run it, you know. And yep. so well, they just chewed clock and then got one or two stops on us, and then we just wet the bed, you know. Well, you know, you and- gotta you gotta wonder why you know we are so we were just lights out when it comes to the pass defense. And I kind of think, oh, yeah. in my personal opinion, the reason why we're so good at that is that. Because Brandon Staley knows that, like, probably 75% of the games are won in that last five minutes of the game. Yeah. Because yeah, they're sure. just pa- they're just passing downfield yep. constantly. So if we got to stop, we can stop them from doing that, then that makes the difference, you know? Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, we're right there I with mean, you, Leo. Right there with you. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> hey, and, uh, like every joke. Charger fan, you know. Yeah, no joke, right? Yeah, yep. this this is a good one. So for me, Chris, I would say I want John Johnson third safety. Yeah. I'd love to get him. I I just I think he back there with with Derwin James. Whew, forget about it, dude. Forget about it. It would be lights out, and you could go one high safety, and Derwin could be in the box a little more doing some pass rushing. I don't know, James Kyle. What do you guys think as far as other free agents that we should go after? You know, and and I'll push, you know, obviously I like John Johnson because that is kind of an area of need. I mean, my opinion, I feel like Alohi's going to be fine. I feel like they're really betting, once again, going on the youth side of things because next year is going to be a little different for us in 2024. JT Woods, hopefully to step up. You hope that guy figured out how to block or at least, uh, excuse me, tackle. But if you really kind of throw out one other thing just to kind of solidify this offense further, if you were able to get... Dalvin Cook, like that was my guy. Yeah, Dalvin yep. Cook's out there. You know, I yeah. think uh yeah, that's Dalvin that's Cook. My yeah. get a really home issue run hitter that guy, is. a guy that has friends here on this team. Derwin James is friends with him. Yeah. You got Asante Samuel, another Florida State guy. Like, why not? Like, it, I mean, you just end up 
putting a guy like I've always liked Delvin Cook in fantasy purposes. The guy yeah, yeah. finds ways to have huge games all the time. Right. He is a home run based hitter. You know, obviously Austin Eckler is a great dude all around, but I'll say about that signing. We don't really have the money, in my opinion, to sign the guy. Uh, True. But at the same side, if you bring him in for this one year and find a way to be able to get him integrated into this team, maybe there's some way that some magic could happen with that salary cap because we all know it's just not real anyways. Right. Um, find a way to get him to sign again with us for another couple of years. I don't know. Have him in. So I think Joshua Kelly's on his last year contract with us, I think. I believe so, so too. Isaiah Spiller needs to find a way to be able to get integrated in this team. But right. I, I think it'd be great to be able to get another running back on this team, like a guy, like a home run hitter, like uh, Delvin Cook. That'd be phenomenal. Yeah, no, absolutely. That, that was that was my thoughts exactly. I was like, you know, like if anything, we need to secure a running back room a little bit more to have like a yeah. kind of a one-two punch situation going. Um, and Delvin Cook would be the guy for sure. Yeah. Uh, that'd be amazing to have him there. Insane. Which, by the way, I don't know if you guys realize this, but the Vikings team got kind of butchered from last year. Like, yeah. like yeah. a whole lot weird. of their players just like kind of just vanished. Like they went yeah. to other places and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, are well, they are are they actually going to be able to be good this year? You know, well, last year they had one of the worst defenses historically, uh-huh. and, oh, and dang. ironically yeah. we got yeah, Eric Kendrick. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you hope that he's got some gas in the tank. That's my yeah. my concern about. Eric Kendricks. I mean, yeah, he's a phenomenal player and he, right. he has been a phenomenal player throughout his career. Um, but you'd hope that he's going to have gas in the tank and really bring some, some fire to this team. But, you know, and I'll give a shout out to a uh, day Henley, by the way, he got that pick six in camp and everything too. Nice. You know, there sounds like there's a little bit of rumblings about him being pretty hyped kind of guy as like a later round base pick out of this draft. I mean, I wouldn't say late round, but he's like a third round kind of guy. Um, there has been some really good hype about him. So I think that that's right. pretty big to be able to hear our young guys stepping up in camp. Yeah, which is good. Uh, you know, I, I would push back a little bit on uh, running back only because, remember, we signed Sony Michelle last season right before uh, the season started, and that just, that just did not work out. So sure. I would just say yeah. this. You know, it's kind of funny because I remember Austin Eckler and also uh, JK talking a lot about how we got a great running back room and it, they didn't come out and say they were unhappy that they signed Sony Michelle, but I think it threw a little bit of a monkey wrench into the room a little bit. I think they just never really got off the schnei moving forward. So I'm just wondering, uh, you know, if, if that would be the same with Dalvin Cook, but Dalvin Cook's much better than Sony Michelle, of course. A big and time. I do not want Zeke Elliott, by the way, too. I'll tell you that much right now. Zeke, no. is, I do not want him on no. our team. Period. I do not so, want Zeke in his short uh, little uh, shirts that he wears around uh, at practice. <laughs> homeboy looking like he's in, from the '80s NFL era over there, dude. That's right. he's, got, he's got like tied off to the side, like a big bro. What, what are we doing, dude? What are we doing, bro? No, bro, bro. So Aether's bringing some heat to you now, Andrew. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, look, I, I think I think these guys are huge. I mean, Keenan, Mike, obviously, Mac. I mean, they're all going to be important, man. I, I, dude, I would love to see us just plant Mahomes into the ground, dude. Like, yeah, just plant his ass. One of these, it's just man, that dude is slippery. It just annoys me. Just annoys yeah. me. Yeah, you know, throw yeah. a corn dog at freaking Andy Reid. Just say, hey, eat some corn dogs, <laughs> fatso. Do your thing. That's you know. Right. <laughs> whatever, bro. You throw some pizza at him or whatever, dude. Like, you know, but man, just plant that fool every once in a while. Just get yeah. him off the field a little bit, dude. Like, don't get me wrong. 
it's it's the same thing with the whole Tom Brady deal, right? Everyone Tom Brady was always kicking ass, right? So you're like, God, get him off the freaking done with him being yeah. in the in the playoffs. And I'm telling you right now, everyone that I say that I'm a Charger fan, they go, Will you freaking beat the Chiefs this year? Yeah. They just everyone says just knock the Chiefs off their pedestal. I'm like, right. Hell, I'd love to, but you know, we'll see what happens. Easier right? said than done, but you know, right. I mean the thing about it is, and like what Aether's saying, is that a week six versus the Chiefs being their first matchup versus the 18th week game. This the week six game is big for the division. Big time. So yeah, if we find a way to beat the Chiefs, and guys, we're not far off. Like I did a no, video right. a couple of weeks back. We're not far off on beating them. And if we beat them week six, you realize that eight that week 18 game kind of becomes bigger in a sense. Yeah, if time. we could just say if we I don't know. Maybe we even have a division locked up by that time. I don't know. I mean, yeah, who knows? Yeah. But or if they have the division locked up by that time, or the Broncos, I, I'm not even going to say the Raiders even have a chance. But no, um, right. but I'm the saying Broncos that week 18 game could be massive for the Chargers and Chiefs, yeah. potentially for division, whatever it might be. So that's that's a big game. That's a big big game. Yeah. yeah so, and I and, and to your question too, Aether, though, I do say I think Mac and and, and Joey are going to be the two most important players. Because look, we know we know Allen and Williams are going to get their their numbers, but if they can both stay healthy, I just think sky's the limit for this defense. And I, I said it even last year. We would have easily had two more wins if if Bosa and Mac were on the field the entire season. It, they, that just not having them out there just affected the defense so much. Because right. they could run to the right side every time, right? They didn't have yeah. to run it to Cleo Mack's side. They just ran it to the right side. And they yeah, exactly. knew Chris Rump couldn't set the edge. Yeah. Hal Benoit wasn't good at setting the edge. Yeah. So it just, I'm just saying, it's just, there's just no way. The defense completely changed when Bosa went out, right? So please yep. just stay healthy, man. Oh, yep. my God. Yeah, here we go. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. There's just something about Patrick Mahomes that just bothers me. I don't know what it is, dude. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, he's, well he's, he likes what a burger. He likes what yeah. a burger. That's the his brother's a whack job. He married a kook. That chick's he, a weirdo, dude. What's what's yeah, what's yeah. Mahomes? He's he's a slippery little guy. Like you know, he yeah, uh, slippery he, little. He, he likes he likes what a burger and he likes ketchup on steak. You know, yeah, like what I mean, a weirdo. That's like well, man, what's up with this yeah. guy, dude? What is up is with he even guy? American? What's happening he's, here? He's yeah. ruining <laughs> steak forever. You know? Yeah, I knew it. The weirdo, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So uh, maybe James said this one, by the way. I have an important stat. I wanted to talk about Mahomes this year. Uh, eight, but Herbert's uh, year four. I guess Herbert have the advantage. Yeah, good point. You know, I think, uh, you know, again, you also got a coaching staff that's been with Mahomes for such a damn long time. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things that I think about a continuity. lot, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's continuity, right? They, they yeah. know each other. They know what's, you know, what to do. And you keep flipping coaching staffs. That's it, hard. Yeah. Exactly. That's my whole point about this Brandon Staley thing. I get it. Like Brandon, I don't know. I'll vouch for Brandon Staley all the time. Like I feel the guy is a very good coach. Yes. Coaches make weird decisions. I I mean, going back and watching that Browns game from last year when he was like, I'll go for it on fourth down, basically giving the Browns field goal position at that point. And then the yeah. Browns find a way to be able to miss that field goal. And I'm like, like what? In the world? That was the Keenan yeah. Allen tweet game where he's like, what are we doing? Right. And like, <laughs> It, it, yeah, I don't, it was just, he was heated and then yeah. there made it might have been some separation with the relationship at that point but I was and when I was watching the game I was like what are we doing like yep. freaking out but like all I'm saying is that I think Brandon Staley is going to bring continuity to this franchise we need yeah. to stop having every four years yeah. some new dude 
that's never been a head coach <laughs> put in that position. And then we got to renew how this whole organization works. And you got a dog right now on this team, Justin Herbert. Give dog. him continuity. Like, dog. Dog. <laughs> dog. And we got to plant to... Kermit in the ground, dude. Come on now. Please, man. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> yeah. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's amazing. You know, oh, and dude. Yeah. He brings up a good point too uh, about yeah. the refs and stuff. It's like, I mean, oh God, yeah. how how yeah. the uh, the season's gonna play out is gonna be largely determined by how the 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 refs <laughs> make some play calls or like you know penalty calls when the Chargers or the Chiefs are playing the game because that's, I mean, let, let's be honest, yeah. like that that is realistically the twelfth man for yeah. on the sure. field for the Chiefs for right sure. now, for yeah. sure, yeah. For There's sure, always some play that finds always a way stop. to be able late in the game that gives Something, them the dude. advantage. And yep, it's like offsides yeah. or some dumb thing. Like, what yeah. the hell's going on here? They pull, oh, pull you know, out of, out of their butt. You know, like oh, like that pass interference call, whatever. Oh, like yeah, you know, at the Super Come Bowl, on, dude. Come on, Come you on. don't, you don't call that at oh, all. Yeah. You know, won't call that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you're right, Patrick Mahomes. He's, he's always, he's always there. You know, he's always one of those guys, right? For sure. Yeah, exactly. Yep, and it's. <laughs> We got to capitalize, folks. I mean, that's what it boils down to, yep. you know. Well, yeah. but um, I think it's exciting. So I think I will do a video on uh, undrafted free agents this next week because um, I do think that's an interesting topic. Who I think could actually make the team actually really has an opportunity. And I'll explain as to why. Um, but, yeah, why don't we wrap up here? We're a little over an hour yeah. at this, folks. Um, and so uh, what are you guys' thoughts? And uh, and then we'll go from there. I'll, I'll hit the button uh, and, and exit us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Push the red right, button. You want to start it out, Kyle? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, like the defense this year, like even though like they say that it's not going to be changed too much, I think we still have all the pieces that we need to make this defense lights out. Um, yeah. Because you yeah. know we, we still have um, everyone that we picked up last year uh, is still on the team. Um, just like we just got this one more year at least with a with this you know lock lockdown situation where all the players like are in in place uh for staley to actually make something happen make our dreams come true you know yeah. um and i'm just excited to see what what shakes out it's just like yeah. it's just a matter of us you know getting there and executing what the plan is so yeah. um i'm all for it i'm excited for the season uh, oh, that's so that's exciting. all that's all i really got this time yeah. yep you know it's to me it's all about I mean, what we chat about in this podcast, if we could find a way to be able to to have three points less scored on us and we could score three more points than last year, that stops these heart attack games for all of us fans. I mean, that's really all we need to be able to find. Now, once again, I'm going to say the big teams, we got to find a way to score 35. Like, you've got to find a way to make it happen. When I'm reviewing some games and looking at stats last year again, we're just not converting in the red zone, you know, department. It's great to hear in OTAs. Once again, it's underwear bowl right now at some point. They're just running around in underwears and helmet. But, like, they are converting in red zone opportunities so far in OTA. So it's a good sign to see that it's an opportunity that we might be able to be that team where it's on average scoring 28 points per game or whatnot. That would be massive for this team. And yeah. if we could just be just a little bit better for the run game, uh, or excuse me, run game. Well, yeah, offensively run game would be great too. But defensively, just find a way to stop them running on us. And yep. this team could go beyond 
our expectations at this point. So I'm ready for it. I can't wait for the season. It's getting close to uh, training camp time. So let's get yeah. it. I'm ready. Yeah, OTAs are done. Training camp will be happening here soon. So, uh, and Bosa's performance has dropped off a little bit. And I would agree with you on that too as well, Kevin. And look, we just had so many injuries last season. We just need to start, you know, having some butt and gut and just, just jamming the line a little better. We just did yep. such a poor job of that last season. So it'll, it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out. And I think, I think we're so close, folks. I mean, that's just where we're at. I just, I hope to God that we can stay healthy, right? I just, yeah. I get so frustrated saying that over and over again. It's such a stupid cop out too. I just, it feels lame. We're yeah. making excuses. I don't make excuses. When I lose a softball game or I lose a pickleball game, yeah, I sucked. I didn't do well. I didn't play well. Yeah. And I think a lot of the players on the Chargers do the same thing. We sucked, you know, and look, this team has, one of the things that I will say too, we have to find ways to win, right? And ways not to lose. Like we lost that game by playing not to lose uh, in that playoff game, right? We just got super conservative the second half and just wet the bed, right? We need to put people to sleep and put them to sleep soundly. And yeah. just so clear, clear wins, clear yep. wins. We need to see those. 100%, man, 100%. But, um, and you know what? And, and if, uh, if the Spanos family can, maybe they should just bribe the refs a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, put a little green, a little green. Slide them some money. Give me uh, that Venmo. Get get a little uh, Bitcoin. Send send them their way. You know. <laughs> yeah, Bitcoins. Do Bitcoins. Yeah, no doubt. Well, guys, um, as always, we're the Bull Pros. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. See you, dudes. Let's go.